action. Okay. Love the clap. We're a little bit more organized today than we were a couple days ago, eh, pal? Yeah, man. Big time. Yeah, that was a little bit of a shit show in, uh, in BC. Yeah. Anyways. But we made it. Okay, this is off. We're good. Man, I am like fried today. Whatever. Oh, let's Got go. Got the all black. Always. It's my go. Oh, you're in black too. I didn't realize. No, not all black. I wore these shoes, and I feel they feel more summery than wintery. But I've been running in them lately. Pretty good shoes. What are they? Uh, Vapor Max. They are Nike Vapor Max. I don't know what kind, but the ones with like the bubbles on the bottom. These things are like air bubbles, I guess. And I bought them at the Nike outlet in Dixie. I like at Dixie in, in Mississauga. And I thought that I saw them. I thought they were cool because I seen people wear them. Like they, when they came out, they seemed cool, but they're expensive. I don't want to spend like two hundred and fifty bucks on shoes. And then I saw them at the outlet for like one fifty, maybe I don't know, one sixty. So I was like, okay, I can spend that on shoes uh, for running shoes. But like, I bought them as like everyday walking shoes because I thought they were weird to run, and they don't look like running shoes, right? But apparently they're really good for running because like the other day I was like going for a run. I don't have everyday runners. I only have like race runners. So I Googled, are Vapor Maxes good for running? And apparently they're really good for running. So I tried running in them and they're pretty good for running. I feel like a lot of the Nike shoes just generally you can run in. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, you don't have flat feet though. So you can basically run in every, no. everything. I have for wide me. feet though. So it doesn't always sit properly. But yes, I, yeah, like, not I can't like you. wear those. Yeah. Because mine will like cave in the side. Yeah, and these don't have a lot of support. I actually yeah. almost rolled my ankle today yeah. in them. Um, did you ever like did, when you were a kid? Did people ever say to you like Nike running shoes are not good running shoes? Do you ever did you ever hear that? No, that only started when I was probably like twenty four, twenty five. But at some point in your life, you heard it. Yeah, yeah, because I did too. Like I would always hear that. Like I would hear from I don't know where the playground or like family. And then I remember my brother for a long time was like said they're not good running shoes, and I always believed it. I always thought like Nikes just for like show. But then when I got into running. When I got into running and using them, I'm like, oh, they look the best. They feel the best. And then I read Phil Knight's book, Shoe Dog. I was like, these shoes were literally designed at the racetrack. You know how, you know the first shoe he designed, how they start, like, he invented, um, like, soles in running shoes, like the waffle sole. Like, he, would, he took rubber, put it in a press, pressed it with a waffle iron. And that's, know that. yeah, so, like, how you make waffles, he used it to make shoe, shoe soles. But, so he designed the shoe to be, like a race, a running shoe. Like the the brand is built on racing. But I think, like I guess because they were expensive, people maybe just like thought that oh, like Asics or Reeboks are better. But I wonder if that's because people just wanted to convince kids to buy cheaper shoes. I always heard that Asics or New Balance were better for running. Not New Balance. Uh, Asics or what's the other running company? Asics, New Balance, maybe. not Adidas. Um, Ever. what is what's the what's the logo look like? Isn't it like um, less than sign? Oh, uh, Brooks? No, that's Brooks. That's Brooks. Yeah, it's not them then. I, I there's a, there's a bunch of brands now. Like there's like Hoka, now there's Hoka's now a Hoka's big a big one. No. Actually, that's a very big one. I see often like runners on YouTube when I watch their vlogs. A lot yeah. of people wear Hoka's. Even like the running room on uh, what's it there Bathurst? Mm -hmm. Like they have. Half their the oh, you mean the uh, uh, black toe running, whatever? Yeah, the, what's it called? Yeah, yeah, black toe. Yeah, they, they have a lot of Nike stuff there. That's where I got. That's where I bought my my like my really really good pair. The ones I told you, like they're actually I, I hate them. They're terrible for running races. And, um, the pink ones? No, the ones that are like the bubble in the front. They're like four hundred bucks on a bottom. Three. I bought them when they first came out. They were the oh, first. Fucked. But I bought them because I was gonna run the Athens Marathon, and I thought if I'm gonna like. 
I definitely don't need them. I'm not a pro runner, but my logic was like, if I'm going to run this race and I'm going to put all this effort into running the best race, I, like running doesn't require anything but shoes. Like you don't need gear, right? So I don't have to go buy everything else. I have running a tire. So I was like, let me spend money on shoes so I don't destroy my feet. Oh yeah, exactly. But this is where like I should have done my homework because those shoes are meant for like, if you have fast turnover, like you have to strike, like you land on, on the midsole. Right, not the back. I'm fat and slow, so I run and I, I land on my heel. So I'm not even getting the effects of that thing. And not only that, because I'm landing on my heel rather than the midsole where the bubble is, my foot is like in a perpetual arc, arch, arc, yeah. whatever. So it's like it's almost cramped. And because I'm landing here, like my feet were cramped. I wore them for the New York Marathon, and even Becca wore them too. Like they're the worst shoe. We spent so much money on them. They're terrible. Hers were on sale. That's why we got her hers, but. Um, to go back to the point about like the Nike shoes being like bad shoes, like they're legitimately made. I think Nike are the the best shoe we've talked about as many times. Only thing that only shoes I have, I believe they're the only shoes I have. You have a pair of Reeboks, the cheap ones. Yeah. Those the because the gum sole. I bought those. Yeah, bought them with you. Um, I actually really like those shoes. Like they're, so they're very good, like everyday shoes. The one thing with Nike that I that actually I think like I may actually start buying like other shoes like uh, like Hoka and stuff is because Nike doesn't. I feel like they don't have like a good like everyday. Sorry, I take that back. They do have an everyday good sh- like an everyday walking around or like light running shoe. Anyways, we're off topic here. We're supposed to talk about snowboarding, but yeah. Well, no, we we can switch over after. On that note, I just bought a pair in the states. They're flying it something. Yeah, they're in my gym bag right now. I'll show you after, but they're actually like they have solid support. Are they here? Bust yeah. them out. Fuck it. I want to see them. They, uh, the ones that we bought in Florida years, uh, 2019, I still have them. Oh, those are like those are good everyday ones. I like those a lot. Those are, uh, those are the Infinity Reacts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. React my, Infinity Flyknits. Yeah. Those are my yeah. favorite. These are good everyday walking shoes. Yeah. Those are my favorite everyday. Like, De- not decent that exact. support. Not that exact like upper part to blue and people aren't watching. They're the infinity racks. They're, the, they're actually, I've gone through three pairs of those shoes, yeah. but they're the ones, these aren't, um, these are like thicker. So you, if, you remember the ones I had that were at the red back? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're a little thinner than this. Um, they're my favorite shoe. The first pair I ever bought was when it came out. I bought the all pink ones. That's the one I ran my first half marathon Those are cool, in. those ones. Those are like nice. the graffiti on them? No, those are different. That's the one we ran a marathon in. Those, those were, cool. those were, uh, You're not fast vapor, enough to wear those. Those are vapor flies. So, okay, so the one, these ones you have, the alpha flies, they're the best. Like, they're my favorite everyday walking around shoe or everyday runner. I actually like them more as like a runner or like a vacation shoe. So, like, when, you're, when you know you're going to walk for the purpose, great shoe. Or working out, great shoe. Or like a jog, great shoe. Like, they're not super stylish. You can't really, like, like, I, I think f- these, I honestly fucking love these. So I think like the, this shoe looks more like if you're walking around the city. You know what I mean? Like these, these are more. Like da- wa- they look more like a dad shoe. These are more walking with purpose. Those are more casual. Exactly. Yeah. But these are. But these ones are so good. I've put. I've had three pairs of them, and I think every pair I put 500 kilometers on them, r- running. That's, like that's well, solid. sorry, 500 kilometers when I t- counted my runs. Yeah. And yeah without the probably walk. additional, like over and above. The reason I actually bought these, they, first off, they were on sale, which uh. is like. Major win for me. I think I paid like seventy bucks American for these. Okay, so like yeah. it's hundred bucks than what you pay for yeah. them here, one fifty. And there. then uh, the second thing is, is I bought them because when I go to Leaf Games, I walk from my condo. It's a oh, two kilometer that's walk. Smart. They're blue. They yeah. look nice enough that like they're still kind of cool, but not. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So that's what's interesting. They're like they're t- they're not ugly. They're actually my favorite shoe. But I would never buy that color. 
I bought them specifically for. Well, that's but that's yeah. what I mean. So that makes sense. Like that's why. Like but like that. I don't know why I don't own any. I own one pair of blue shoes, and then the Nike. I used to wear them when we were doing cast. They look like tech bro shoes almost. The Nike like Air soccer. Monarchs? No, they're like the soccer looking ones. Um, they actually have the waffle pattern on the bottom. They look very seventies retroy. I know what you're you talking about. Those are the only blue shoes I have. Yeah. Everything else white. I, I same. All everything I have. Is I white. bought those those J's, the black, red, and um, and white cool, because those are for the Raptor games now. I'm actually pretty smart. Yeah, that's actually very good. You're like good I bought them with brand. Then I have a pair of green J's that are gonna be my St. Patty's Day shoes moving forward. <laughs> That is a waste of money. No, you I should wear them more for then Saint, just St. Patrick's But are they all green? No, they're green and white. They're actually really cool. Oh, like green. white primary of green like accents? Um, or vice versa. Green and white are... Didn't you have like a beige and green shoe? Yeah. So why don't you no, buy it's them? No, it's not beige. It's orange and beige. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I love shoes. Though, yeah. Especially when you get them on sale. I like fuck So, so this year... You know what? I actually want kind of on that topic, like buying stuff, like whatever. This year, I've actually... I probably told you this already, but I've actually made like i've set goals again this year i know i put i actually put my goals publicly on like linkedin to kind of keep myself accountable but there's one kind of main goal well it's a few but like one thing i'm trying really hard not to do i've told you this when we we're on the trip is i'm trying not to spend any money on anything that i don't have to and like what like that's not just like material goods like, i'm not buying clothes I'm not buying like literally anything um sorry what i'm trying to say is like, i'm not spending money obviously on material goods so like any like clothing anything yeah, i yeah. don't need but on top of that, it's like, where can I eliminate costs? So like buying coffee, whatever. Like sure enough, today I have a Starbucks with me. But Fucking $6 yes, it, That's But that's one of the first thing I cut. Like I, I think this is my maybe my second time buying Starbucks this year and only because I had some money on the app. I don't buy coffee anymore because we have our coffee machines at the office. I haven't bought lunch so far this year. I know it's only 18 days, 19 days in. But for me, I honestly feel... It's now that I've gotten this three weeks into the year of like really not spending money. Besides, we went to the, the trip and I spent, you know, but that's different. That's an experience. Yeah, but exactly. It's like six, I have to eat something. You have to. You yeah. can't make your own food. We spent like a hundred bucks each, which yeah. we'll get to. But I, I, it's almost become like a game where I just, I don't want to spend money. Like, and I don't know, I don't know the, if the last time I can, I've gone this long without like, with just being purposeful of not spending money. Like if I don't have to, and I don't have to right now, touch wood. And I want to see how long into the year I can go. That's my probably one of my number one goals is how long into the year I can go before I, I actually like spend like a noticeable amount of money on something. You know, yeah. I think I want to go this entire year without buying clothes, like the entire year. Cause I you easily could. Yeah. Like we're, we're, you've been the same size for like 10 years now. Lost some weight. Yeah, but you fluctuate, right? You go, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You've been this size many yeah, times. Yeah, I'm not getting taller. I'm you're not getting taller. So all your suits fit you. You have they actually have a, don't even fit me as good. If I lose weight, which I hope to, they'll fit me better. Yeah, it's a bunch I can't wear. Exactly. All you probably have ten pairs of jeans. Ten, no, four maybe yeah. jeans. You got your sweater. Blue. You got the stuff that you like. Though, My right? closet has yeah. enough clothes that I could probably go from now. I could probably, honestly, I could go a very long time without updating anything in my wardrobe. I also wear the same shit, but. I, I'm trying to go the entire year without buying anything, like literally anything. And as the year goes on to, if I just start abusing stuff, I'll just like toss it out. But um, I want to ask you a question. Well, just because when you were talking about this, remind me of something that bothered me the other day. What's something that when you have to buy it, you're upset that you have to buy it? Like because it's like a ripoff or something. Hmm. I'm going to give you an answer. And it, it literally like every time I have to buy this item and it's something you need. You can get it on your own and toilet it's free. paper. 
No. Oh, that's what there was. I didn't think. I said, you know, you, I jumped into it early because yeah. I thought you were th- saying that. So it's I don't pay for my toilet paper because yeah, you get it's it from company. That you can get for free when you're at home, but when you're on the road, it's like an insane markup. Get for free at home, yeah. but on the road, it's at an insane. At the home, at the office, anywhere you, anywhere when you're. All the water. A hundred percent. It's the worst. I had to buy one the other day. I ended up buying the case. I wanted a cold water. I was so tired. Like I just needed water. Or like, and I was on the road, and I was. I had thirty minutes ahead of me. I'm like, I'm. You know, when you start to feel sick because you just haven't drank all day. And I was on the road. I drank my first bottle in the car, seven hundred milliliters, right? But I was just out for like so mm-hmm. long. I stopped this at is the in gas, Toronto. Yeah, oh, I stopped okay. at the gas station. I was in the East End on my way back. I stopped at a gas station. I grabbed a bottle of water. And you know me, I'll always buy like the cheapest one. Nice I just wanted a cold whatever. one. Yeah, yeah. It was two ninety nine or three three forty nine or something after tax. I was a like, lot. what the fuck? I mean, if I'm buying Fiji, I get that. Or if I'm buying like like Evian or something. I looked around, I'm like, where's the closest like pack of six? He's like, right there. I was like, what's a pack of six? Like three ninety nine. I'm like, for fifty cents more, I get five more bottles. He's like, Yeah. I was like, I bought a fucking but case. that's what I get you. Most people don't think that way. Like, Honestly, I, the truth when I, see, I don't either. When I see Danny go out and like, we've Uber eats bottles of Diet Coke here, and I'm like, you're fucked. Oh, I, that's why she, the only thing I have in my, that fridge is Diet Coke, just for Danny. Just, just because she, when I see her spend, it's like $6 plus delivery plus tax, you spend $8 for Diet Coke. What is wrong yeah. with you? Cutting out Uber, like I've, uh, like, mind you, we say that was wrong with you, and then I buy a fucking $20 drink. No, but yeah, for sure. It's yeah, and that's another thing too. It's like you have to look at it like from everything, right? Like everyone, everyone, does, you yes. save money here, but you're spending extra money to drive somewhere, right? Like there's oh, people don't realize like there's those costs associated, but uh, yeah, man, I like it actually feels so liberating. I get up during the day, we make like Becca puts a pot of coffee on. Well, whoever's up first, but she put, typically puts a pot of coffee on. We get the beans do from you, our. Do you guys do drip or do you do? We have both. We have Nespresso and drip, but because. We like Sorry we alternate. What what no, no. um what espresso do you have? Do you have the big one or the just the one that just small, makes same as yours? So, but that just that doesn't do coffee. Coffee. That no, just no, does it does espresso. espresso. So we do like americanos oh, okay, or yeah, iced yeah, americanos. Gotcha, yeah, yeah, gotcha. The the reason we get like I like is I like americanos. My favorite thing, coffee to drink. Um, so that's why we have the Nespresso machine. And they're not. I don't find them that expensive. Now, mind you, compared to what I can get my coffee for, which is free because we have a coffee company, like it adds up. Um, and then to me too. You guys f- don't do pods though. No. Uh. Yeah. yeah we actually can. Like I think the guys at Dimitri and Costa. I think they can do. I know they do Keurig pods. I don't know if they do the Nespresso. A lot of people do Keurig. Remember when we were on the road trip? We could find Keurig pods everywhere. We couldn't find. Oh Nespresso yeah, yeah, pods. yeah, yeah. Right. Like, because yeah, Nespresso I think keeps to like their places. Like their. You stores. can buy fake ones and shit. Yeah, and they're not. Those ones are no, annoying. They, and they, they ruin br- the machine. Yeah, they like jam up. We yeah. actually we, we found that for our studio it was annoying. Um. But yeah, like I get up now. Anyways, I just like I'm like, what can I avoid spending money on today? And even like I've actually, I think because I've gone, you know, I've been fortunate in my life that like, not to say I've never had to like, you know, be mindful of my money. I absolutely always had to, especially the last you know two years. We I, I lost, you know, we lost a ton of money on cast, um, and I wasn't working for a while, so like I had to be very mindful. But I, it's 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 so easy to get complacent with it, like. You know, you have a job and you get a paycheck and you have your credit card, so you don't really like track, right? You're like, oh, six dollar coffee or whatever, four dollar coffee, okay, or even a two dollar coffee. Okay. Or I wish things I was buying was four and six dollars. But, but you know what I mean? Like those things add up so fast. You go to the convenience store. Like yesterday night, I went down because I was craving a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because I fast now all day and have dinner. I was like, okay, I can have some carbs at night, so I wanted to make a peanut butter and jelly. I didn't have peanut butter, and then I was like, okay, I have to have milk too. So I went about peanut butter and milk in the, in the convenience store. It was like ten ninety. I've never, I've never paid attention to what milk and peanut butter cost, but that seems like a lot, bro. Lettuce, 
That's it seems like a shitload. I mean, about eleven bucks for a, a a one liter, not even a two liter, a one liter jug of milk, and like a pretty big craft peanut butter. But like, how the fuck is that so expensive? Man, a year ago I would buy a ready made chicken, three heads of lettuce, three avocados, and it was like twenty six bucks or something, twenty five bucks okay. after tax and everything. I bought the same thing t- two weeks ago, right after I got back from Florida, and I think I spent forty six dollars or something. The chicken was night twenty twenty one dollars. It actually, from what, it for sure twenty six. That's a sh- that's insane. Yeah. Lettuce. I paid. I think it was eleven or twelve dollars for three heads of lettuce. Each avocado was. It used to be like three what, five bucks. bucks for lettuce. Five bucks, six bucks for three yeah. heads of lettuce. So I think I paid twelve dollars. Each avocado was three bucks. I think, and then the chicken was twenty. So yeah, whatever. To be honest, it I, almost I, doubled. I didn't do this intentionally for the purpose of saving money, but like I'll tell you, going to intermittent fast, like it, going to one meal a day, basically, or like one doing like the eighteen hour fast. The amount of the, the, I spend so little on food. It's and even when I eat at night, like I my I don't eat as much as I th- you'd think I would, considering I don't eat all day. Um, I can't remember what I was saying before, but yeah, like being I know, anyways, being like really mindful of what I'm spending. Like I just yeah, I find I'm actually it's making me very happy to just be more frugal and like then it like spills over into business. Like I negotiated today with someone like they were they, they wanted to charge us some renewal fee of something and it was, it was too early whatever and I was just like very like took my stance of like no this is not reasonable to do this and like I'm taking it from my personal life to my work life to to like relationship to like everything even at Christmas there was a sale for Nike then I get a sale and like I um it was around the holidays I had some money I didn't buy myself myself anything we didn't do gifts uh we didn't really do money gifts this year and I bought two things I bought a pair of running shoes and I bought my vest you know the black vest that I got? It's my favorite thing ever that I have now. I bought a pair of running pants and they didn't really fit me. And I was like, I could exchange them. But I was like, do I really want these anyways? I returned them. I was like, I don't need it. I was very proud of that. But anyways, let's get off this topic of... Uh, no, but while we're still on this, because yeah. I, I can bring it into the trip at towards the end of this next point. I want to ask, because we, we kind of usually do talk about it. First off, for those who don't know, we just celebrated our three-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. So round of applause for us. Woo! It's exciting. Three years of doing a podcast. Like... Yeah, that's pretty actually crazy. a pretty crazy thing about like how Three are we, years, how are we not episodes. the biggest podcast in the world? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I know exactly um, why. And yeah, I, I want to ask just because you, you mentioned one of the goals this year was um, save money or not spend money on like yeah. kind of material or unneeded things. Mm-hmm. What are the goals you have on the year? Um, so I feel okay. like sometimes me and you align on a lot of things and other times we are completely opposite. Well, I, you know, I haven't like for a while I haven't like I've set, I set goals and I even I posted this on LinkedIn and my rationale like changed this year. I've always, I, I, like through my life, I always, you know, everyone sets goals in New Year's. You set resolutions, whatever you want to call them. And then a couple of years ago, I stopped. I was like, you know what? Like, I think it was probably because I read the book Atomic Habits and I was like, I believed more like, don't just have these like big audacious goals, you know, set micro habits. Like, you can have big dreams, but, you know, do little things that that translate to, to like big results. Um, but then this year, I'm like, you know what? One of our buddies has always has always shared his goals publicly. I gotta give a shout out to Jr. He he doesn't do it necessarily public, like super publicly, but he, we have like a, a fantasy football group with like you know twenty guys in it. Basically, all his buddies, his buddies from high uh, university, and at the end of every year, he like shares a long email of his goals. He recaps last year's. Did he do it this year? I didn't. I don't. I didn't notice. I, don't I didn't see. So. Um, but he like he recaps his previous year if he hit his goals he shares them for like you know to keep people accountable I think that's really cool like one of the things that I find very uh, that I'm very much like um, trying to gravitate towards is not just being someone who keeps myself accountable but like talking about who I intend to be and let people keep me accountable as well and I know a lot of people don't do it because they have their own problems but I do it because I genuinely want people to call me my bullshit. 
And that's how I think you get better as a human being. And I and I do it to people whether they ask for it or not. If somebody is talking out of two sides of their mouth, I'm the first to tell them, hey, this does like you're what you're saying, what you're doing don't line up, or you acted one way here and one way there. I just don't it's not something I like I like oh damn it, this laptop. Not something that I'm like super crazy about. So, anyways, with all that in mind, I'm like, let me share my goals publicly because I figure, you know what? Like it, I think I think these goals are, are are cool. I think like, you know, hopefully more people find it. Not inspirational, but feel like they can do it too. So, anyways, I, I posted on LinkedIn this year, uh, at the beginning of January, that I have three goals. One of them is to run a. Th okay, we're good. We're back. Holy cow! Uh, yeah, we just had, we've had some major technical difficulties lately, ladies and gentlemen. Um, anyways, we'll jump right back on track. So, so I, what, what did you post on LinkedIn? I what posted was? my first goal was to run a thousand miles this year. Uh, my previous high, I think, is 700 miles in 2020, something around that. That's a solid number. That was good. That was the year I ran the most. The year I met my result, my running resulted in me meeting my now fiance, which is pretty cool. Who would have thought? Little chubby kid who hated run club met his fiance from running. Uh, so I want to run a thousand, a thousand miles. It's basically averaged out to almost 100 miles a month, which is I'm like not that one. I'm I'm struggling with right now. Um, I want to read 20. Sorry, but, sorry, for a runner though, 100 miles a month isn't that much. Well, it's 160 miles. kilometers a month. Yeah, so, but if it's you go by 25 miles a five, week. It's 5K a day every day for the whole year. Actually, yeah, I guess it is. It's, a de it's, it's almost 5K a day for the, every day. It's three eight-mile runs. Because it's basically three miles. If you run three miles a day, 365 days a year, that'll take you to almost 900. It'll take you almost over 1,000. Okay. Okay. So th three miles is almost 5K, almost 5K a day. It gets a lot. So some days, like when we were in, on the trip, I could go to the gym and run on the treadmill for 30 minutes in the morning. I got like maybe like half a mile or a mile because it's warming up. Um, and I hate running on treadmills. I agree with that. It's just not fun. Like I could do, I could do like a 5K, but I really have to be like, I get a put like a boxing match on in front of me or something. So I, Side note, I signed up for a half marathon today. Oh, good for you. It's in February. And I didn't know this at the time that I booked it. It's a trail run through that, the mountains. Where? In Arizona, Phoenix. Oh. So I, I thought it was just like you run like on a road I in and around the mountains. Size of your foot? Uh, ten and a half. I, probably, I might have a shoe for you. I might have a trail shoe for you. Okay. Because it's kind of snug on me. It might though, fit yeah. you. They're not bad. I have it in my I, car I downstairs, to, actually. Okay, we'll talk about this after. Because they're my yeah. lime green ones. Yeah. I need to, uh, I was actually going to message you today once I realized that it was a trail run, see if you want to start running even outside here. I'll now. do trail. I've, I've always wanted to do trails. The only time I did it was when I was at, uh, we, the, we were up at Friday Harbor. There was like a path, but it was a like guided, like it was a clear trail. But I like, I want to get more into like running trails. I find it like cool to run through the woods. So my par at my parents' house at Major Mac near 27 there. Okay. Do you, do you know where Major Mac meets 27? You go down this big hill. There's this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a park that goes and a path that starts there. It actually starts earlier. But from there, it goes all the way up to the McMichael place in Kleinberg. It's a four-kilometer trail. You okay. can walk it, and it's like, it's fairly nice, right? You can bike, you can walk, yeah, you yeah. can run, you can do anything. So I'm going to try and do that on some weekends leading up. Yeah, Even I'm if down. I do like 5, 10K. I'm down. As long as it's not super icy, I'm down. Yeah, yeah, and as long as it's not super cold either. I, can't I have, because I, the trail shoes that I have that I can give to you, I bought. I don't, I've rarely used them. I have another pair that I... Even those I don't use. I bought them because I wanted to run trails and I didn't. But um, anyways, I'm in. Yeah. But yeah, so I want to run a thousand, thousand miles. miles okay. So three miles a day. I'm, I'm behind now. But at the same time too, I've realized that like I like just, I, all I have to do is like just get through winter like doing enough. And then when like I, spring and summer, I'll start running like crazy. And actually that running every day, I've, I've done it so far. Every day so far I've run, it's what's the, the 19th. I've gone out every day. Even the days I couldn't have to jump the treadmill. The least I did was yesterday. Was my low, Probably my, my shortest run ever that I've recorded on the Nike app. 0.2 miles because I woke up, 
for some reason my right foot at the top was like bruised and I was like hobbling I, I have no idea what happened I thought maybe I sprained something without realizing so I went downstairs I'm like I have to try and run still and I started jogging I was like limping almost like Terry Fox like limping so I did a loop in my parking lot came back in and you know, even though it's not really a run, it's technically no, a run. It still counts, though. It's again, it's so not, it's not the distance. It's just the fact that you got up and you did something. And that's one of the things. Just before I tell you, let's say my last goal. One of the things that I'm trying to do this year is like every single day is like do something towards one, if not all, my goals. Because like even if it's, I heard I heard Jocko Willink whatever on Andrew Huberman's podcast, and he said something that like is one of my probably my biggest like crutches is like if i don't have like enough time to get dressed go to the gym i don't have like an hour i'm like ah, i'm not gonna work out i'm gonna go work out for 20 minutes what a waste of time and i realize how stupid that is like what an excuse like if i can go out for even a six minute run that is six minutes more than i then like then i could have done so i going out and running every single day the purpose of that for me is like not necessarily gonna be a good run every day but it's a habit of like just do the healthy thing and because i do that even and i'm fasting and i'm like oh i can you know maybe i can eat some junk tonight like, okay, I had a few candies when I got here, but I'm not like, I'm not binge eating stuff and it's making me just be more conscious of the things I do. Same with money, like all these things, right? Just giving you little cues and little habits. And uh, to build on that, it's not about how good your workout is. It's just the fact that you're not doing something else like that could be, put you in a negative. 100%. So like there's days where I go to the gym, I go for 30 minutes. It's like I, I drove, I wasted 15 minutes driving here, worked out for 30 minutes and I drove 15 minutes back, like on my lunch break or something. Okay, but that's also an hour that I wasn't sitting down. It's an hour that I wasn't eating bullshit. It's an mm -hmm. hour that I might have missed going out to lunch with the guys at the office who are going to the Mandarin or something. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it's about not going in the negative. You know, yeah, you're not going much in the positive, but still you're going in the plus, right? That's the one thing. That's another big thing that I'm trying to do this year. So anyways, the running is like, and the reason I set these two goals is like, you've you only know, given us one. You said the running. Sorry, the running. You're right. I only said one. Okay, yeah. so let's skip ahead. The second one is 25 books, which is basically a book, uh, a book every, every other week. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I want to read 25 books, which I think I can do, but I'm also adding in um, audiobooks. And I'm like, to me, it doesn't matter either way, but I want to try and read 25 still. I think I'm on my, I'm on my second audiobook now, and I'm reading my second book of the year because I finished one already. Um, I bought an audiobook about Area 51 that was like, it's read by the author. And like, one of the tricks I, at least I find to get invested in an audiobook. And want to listen to it is have the author read it. Like I brought up the story once about Matthew McConaughey's. He reads it. It's so cool. David Goggins reads his. It Didn't sounds Barack better. Did Barack do it too? Barack did it. Barack Obama. Oh, oh Barack Obama. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did. Yeah. His was kind of a tough one for me to listen to. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it too much. But like more often than not, if the author's reading it, it sounds. It's, it sounds good talking yeah, to you. It's more personal. The one I'm listening to now, but Area 51, I thought would be so cool. Like Aliens. And it's so hard to listen. It's taking me so long to get through. I'm trying to power through tomorrow and I'll get done that one. So anyways, 25 books, um, which means I've actually listened to less podcasts too, which kind of sucks. Like I miss certain things, but um, I feel like like just that's this year's is books. But uh, the last one, which I'm not gonna go too deep into is is I have a certain like revenue target I want to hit for our family uh, or for our company. Um, and like I want to try and bring in myself, but as a team as a whole. And um, I want to really like grow our national footprint. So that's one of the big things that, that I'm they go hand in hand. They exactly like if we if we grow the footprint, it, we will hit the goal. And it, it's it's actually this is like probably, and even though I stepped away from from me back to run cast and everything like that, this is the first like full year that I actually feel like I spent the whole year like like really engaged. And you know, even though I was in like Europe for a bit, took a, like a little bit, like a, you know three or four weeks off, whatever. Like I wasn't working the whole time. First two I was, but 
like from the start of the year, like honestly, I felt like the if I look back at the whole twelve months, I feel like I was actively engaged and working, like what I should be investing the same kind of time like that I did with Cast. And what what to me is interesting is that all the things that I've like all the seeds I kind of planted, or at least most that I planted, are now starting to like not they're starting to not bloom, but they're starting to sprout like seedlings. And there's some really cool, pretty big opportunities sprouting from us, and it's all because of just putting feelers out there it's i can't even explain it like the all these big opportunities that are that are in front of us and presented themselves was me either cold emailing people or just like you know kind of like i don't want to say fugazing but kind of just like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. or just like going to, going to events and like just sending emails following all the things that i should have been doing from the beginning that honestly my father told me to do from the beginning that i did not listen holy shit and it's crazy how humans have to like fail on their own and make their own mistakes and in the end if they just listen to someone they would have succeeded i had this conversation with like with becca today like just you it's 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 just human nature even though you're aware of it i'm very aware that if i listened to like my parents if i would avoid some mistakes but like no one does but that's why a lot of parents give children like the, not free reign but they they let their children make the mistakes that aren't going to hurt them long term yeah because when you make those mistakes on your your own you're you just come to like fuck I could have just listened yeah. to my dad or listened to my mom and I would have been way ahead. But if you didn't fail, you would never fully like listen yeah. to them. You'd be thinking, oh, I, what do they know? I'm, I know better. It's like, once you really fail, you're like, oh, I don't know better. They, yeah. they already failed. They listened to their parents. So they listened to somebody else and that's why they made it yeah. to where they are, right? Last point on that, like it's funny. I went to my dad, we had a meeting and I went to him and I said like, hey, like just he were talking and I was like, hey, like, you know, I think that you could have done this a little bit better, whatever. Like gives him feedback, and no, no, who, my, who's my dad? He's not gonna listen to me. Like he knows what he's doing. He's been done, been through this a million times, and I thought that it was the wrong approach. Well, I found out that it was the right approach because it ended up working out. So I picked up the phone immediately as it happened. I called him. I said, "Hey," I said, "I was wrong. You were right," and like, because he's like, he's like, "It's fine." I said, "I'm like, no, no. I'm telling you this because I just, I, it, it's good for me to tell, like, to acknowledge when I made a mistake. Like, I don't give a shit. I'm not like, I'm not putting my tail between my legs. I was wrong." Like that's it. Um, anyways, whatever. Not bored. What are your goals for the year? Do you know what I had? I had. I keep changing back and forth, and I've, I. That's why even last night I wrote them all down just because I was like, okay. it's it's tricky, and I didn't go in depth like Jr. Did I'm gonna do mine? After. Let me ask you. You said you changed. So from the beginning of the year, have you just like just started it, thinking about them, or did you like kind of like think about them while you're in Florida? Change them? Not. It's not that they change. Just I'm like, oh, I want to do this. Okay, maybe I'll set that as a goal. Okay, I want to do this. Like one thing I wanted to learn this year was like to learn a skill. Like I like come to think about it, if there's a talent show. I can't get on stage and do anything. I have no fucking like talents or skills like in that sense. So I'm just saying, I want to learn something. Maybe it's play an instrument. Maybe it's learn a new language. I, I don't know. Just learn something. And I'm like, okay, what can I learn? I'm like, okay, that's something I could do. Then it's like, if I'm going to learn something, why don't I do something that relates to my, my work or to my whatever I'm doing, right? So I kind of, yesterday I took the time and I, I broke them down into five categories uh, so work, I want to do at least 10 training sessions. So whether they're like night courses or day long seminars, whatever they are, I want to do at least like 10 of them, which is almost one a month. Um, which I think is good. Just even if it's a refresher course for something that I have to do, I want to do that more of that. Then again, networking sessions. I do a lot of them unintentionally like con expo. Okay. Like it's a big, it is a big networking thing. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of them, but 
There's some that I don't go to just because there's there's way too many salespeople. Like Toronto Construction Association has like a, a young leaders event or whatever. Mm. It's just all salespeople. I know it's all salespeople and I stopped going five years ago because it's just all salespeople. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. I'm going to go to every single one of them this year because even if you just meet one person, maybe there's one other me out there that's going to because of the same reason, right? There's fucking 10,000 contractors in Ontario probably. Like maybe all you need is one other relationship to make it worth it. So Absolutely. that was one of it. With the podcast, I wanted- sure, One of those more networking events. More networking events and more training sessions, right? Gotcha. Mine's like for me- to say I want to like grow the company by X amount or do X amount of dollars, like those were goals yeah, in the yeah, past, and like it, yeah. it works. Just I agree with that. Like, I'd yeah. Well, again, you're you're in more of a sales role too, right? Yeah. Sales, yeah. Yeah. Mainly business, business development, development, but like yeah. I do oversee, like help yeah. with the operations. Um, with the podcast, I want to grow the podcast too, and like just do cool opportunities. And I know we had the meeting yesterday with Universal, which is like pretty cool. So that'll lead to some stuff. Um, I want to do more content as well, podcasts, my own stuff. Um. I have goals in terms of like monetary value dollars. I want to hit with that. Um, fitness. I want to do a sub six half Ironman, sub six hour half Ironman, which I have enough time. I potentially might be able to do it. It's obviously like hard. I did three hours, three hours and five minutes for what is like more than half a half Ironman. Okay. So like, I think I could do six hours. Uh, I want to play in 10 pickleball tournaments. That's more just like a fun one. And then this will tie us into things. I want to do 10 meaningful vacations. Like last year I traveled a lot, but I didn't. What fuck does that even mean? Well, it's just last year. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to criticize your goals, no. but like what are 10 meaningful vacations? It's like, I'm not going just to Florida just to get in the sun. You know, last year I did at least three Florida trips. So I was like, I'm just going to go away just to sit in the sun. Okay. You know, it's like this year I want to say, okay, if I'm, I want to, I know, let's say May 2 for a long weekend. I've got a weekend. What can I do where it's more than just sit in the sun Yeah. or go away just to party? Okay. Maybe it's, it's a sports weekend with the boys or maybe it's a bachelor party. Maybe it's a sport. Those are all partying still. Well, no, but again, it's meaningful to me, right? If you're spending time with your friends, you're not just I know going just to go and sit in the sun because you need a little bit I of just my freaking cousin hasn't said anything about it. Like, he was supposed to call me every week in January. To tell I talked to him the other day. Was. I got to call him and find out. Yeah. I talk, he still doesn't know. Yeah, for sure. He doesn't No, but I hope he does Scott's though. Did you, are you gonna no, nudge him? No, no? I hope it says Scottsdale. Yeah. I don't want to. Do I want to go back to Scottsdale. Actually, I don't. I'd rather think I'd rather Family go to Scottsdale. Weekend. I think I'd rather go to Scottsdale than Nashville. Like, if I'm gonna go to Nashville, I'd rather go in football season. Yeah, you know, does that make sense? I don't know. I haven't been there in the summer. I, I've heard. Ever. I heard spring summers just unbelievable there. It's probably the same as now. It's probably like a, a country version of of Scottsdale with less heat. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know, but yeah. Those are mine, and we've already kind of, and this will tie us in. This we've already done one. To me, that's a meaningful trip, right? Like, get to ski, do a, like a podcast there, meet a cool person. That was cool. Um, the trip we did to Sun Peaks, which was sponsored by Sun Peaks, uh, which is an amazing experience. Got to do a podcast there. Got to get a full tour of the the yeah. mountain and everything, right? So I have an I I actually had an idea. I didn't didn't say I didn't talk to you about this. I don't think, but I was saying to like Becca last night after we got back from that meeting. Which I didn't expect that meeting to be the how it was, which was kind of cool. That meeting was so cool. I called yeah, my mom. I actually, actually I like, told my mom today in the office. I was like, I felt like I was an artist because I was just sitting there telling stories. I'm like, they're just staring at me. But you know, it's funny when I was talking and if you know, you know, all, all you amazing people at, at Universal Music, if you guys listen to this, it's just funny because I was sitting there and telling, you know, the stories of like the stuff I've done and I'm watching everyone listen. I was like, 
I was like, wait, this is what this is what it must feel like to be an artist. And then I was like, wait, are they just like making me feel like this story's cool? Because this is what they do to artists. Like you're supposed to make them feel like <laughs> it's their egos. Yeah. So I was telling a story. But you know what? I'm just kidding. Like I they honestly like people at Universal are amazing. You guys are all awesome. Like shout out to Ali, like for like setting know. that up. That, yeah. That was honestly amazing. But even in general, she's like from the beginning. I, I don't even know. Like she reached out to us or how that happened, but like Ali, you're amazing. Um but that was a cool experience. And even though I've been in that office before, it was so different walking around that way. It felt cool. They I thought it was just we're going there to see the spaces that yeah. we might be able to. I thought we're gonna be out of ten minutes. And even at the beginning, I'm like, okay, are they like are we renting the spaces? Like what's like what, what what's really yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't really set. I thought it was like a ten minute meeting. We were there but for an hour and a half. Even like every room we went in, they were expecting us. Like even security when we got there. Oh, Ricky George. Yeah, like, that was cool. Oh, that's oh, pretty, this is legit. Pretty cool, right? Like the, as soon as I saw that first space, yeah, I'm like yeah. live recording. That's on the fucking goals they, for the. They also year. gave me some, like uh, the team over there. You guys like just shout out to them because they gave us some ideas that I think, like I think we can like utilize because like, again. I don't. I won't even talk about it. But they said some things that I was like, "Oh, I never thought about that way, or I never thought about this approach, or having this kind of thing." And like, you know, we always the good thing about our podcast, which I think they appreciate too, is that it's just like free flowing, like we've always talked about. But they have some. They they gave me some thoughts. Anyways, it's kind of, it's definitely motivated me again because even the last we've taken another break, and then you know the Sun Peaks was kind of our first thing. Is that our first one in the new year? Uh, episode yeah yeah we haven't recorded in the new year so it's been like off so getting back into it even when i send this up today i was like oh man like i have to really get back in this but as soon as we turned it on i was like okay i'm ready to go again um what was i gonna say about um anyways oh to go back to the point about the idea i had after that meeting and i said this, i was telling becca i don't know when i could do it and i don't know when it'd be smart to do it but like now that we don't have the studio space like we're not tied to anything so I know we've talked to some people about doing like more on location stuff, but we could also like we I I think it'd be foolish not to try and plan like to go to different places and cities and record and like leverage that because like we have we have a ton of connections through like friends through the, the music industry through all these things in different cities. So to go in and out meaningful for a weekend, travel, yeah, purposeful, meaningful, same thing, yeah. But like. I really think that we, if we're smart and we work towards it, because that's another thing. We don't have like, you know, we haven't really set a goal for the podcast. We never have. It was always the hobby. And that's kind of cool because it keeps it a hobby. It was never about work. But like, I don't know. I feel like we should put a little strategy down. And if it, even if it's like an off-the-cuff thing. But I don't know. There's We have something really good. And I think we should really like start to like put more time and effort into it. We don't have the startup. I mean, I barely have enough time for my own life as it is. But if we're doing, you know, once a week. I just think we should I think about some things and like how to approach it this year because I think there's a lot of potential. So that's my thoughts. Agreed. To go back to your goals, if you, you finish them all? Yeah, that oh. was it. Yeah, I've got them separated into five things and like I've, I was even just thinking, that's why I couldn't sleep last night. I didn't sleep at all. Uh, I slept maybe like a few hours. Just because I- was planning purposeful trips in well, his head. <laughs> well, between that and then you're thinking, okay, like my, trying to plan like workout schedules that I'm making sure that I'm running, biking, swimming while also- Still trying to like play pickleball. Still trying to like actually go to the gym because I genuinely enjoy moving weights. Then it's like, okay, what else? Okay, what, like, can I afford to not diet on certain days? Like, if I'm going to travel once a month, can I line it up where I'm also making sure I'm still getting my workouts in, like good workouts? Because you know I'm going to end up doing a six-hour physical event, which is going to probably whip my ass. So I have enough when's time. Where's the, uh, the triathlon? It's July eighth. It's in Muskoka. Yeah. We come up for that weekend and watch it. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. If I do it in six hours, I'd be very, very pleased with myself, and I should be able. I wonder to. How far Muskoka is from like Barrie? I wonder if like a book a, 
Maybe I'll book something and like Becca and I can go up. We can and I cheer you guys on because I won't. I'm going to get a hotel no for sure, a hotel or a cottage that weekend. Oh, you have to Saturday, and then I'll probably check out Monday morning. So at least I can chill all day Sunday, drink whatever. That actually be really uh, yeah, honestly like if you're gonna rent one, you should just invite a bunch of like friends. Well, not a bunch, the, but the, like see, the problem is you can on the Saturday because like I'll, well, I will no, want to be like quiet in my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you invite people up unless unless you like find a way to get something. Yeah, you want to go to sleep early and reasonable and all those things. Yeah. Or invite a few people. Yeah. Anyways, um, that's cool. The let's talk about some piece, I guess. Cool. How are you feeling when you got back? Were you oh, sore? My legs are fucked. My legs were actually, I don't know, and I don't know what it was attributed more to if it was skiing or snowboarding because the first day after I, um, after the first day, my right quad felt almost like it was either bruised or torn. Like, I, I just like, it would like buckle. I couldn't like really give it like, I couldn't, um, yeah, yeah. You put know force I mean? into couldn't, it. Yeah. Um, but my, uh, the rest of my legs, I think were fine from what I remember. But then when I skied on the second day, like I, my legs didn't hurt as much. It was tiring going down the hill. But then afterwards, like the sides of my, not my IT bands, the sides of my shins, my calves were so cramped. When I got home, I used the, ther- the whatever, the gun, the, the hypervolt, and I, could, I had to go so softly because it felt like there was knots in my calves. It hurt so much. And then I was slowly rolling, and it, like, I like, finally think now I'm like, okay. My shins on the side of my ankles are still tight, but like, I think I'm back. I mean, I've ran now a few times, so I think I'm okay. I'm the exact same way. My legs, so I went out on Sunday when you left, and I only went out for probably four hours. Like, I didn't do a full, a full day. And there was one, I went down a double black glade, I think I told you this. And as I was going down, I was by myself, like, no tracks. You couldn't, I guess nobody had gone on it that morning or that day. And at one point, I looked down. It's basically just like a straight drop almost. So I'm going horizontally across. But maybe I'd go like horizontal one side, horizontal another side, take a break because my legs, your legs are just so tense. And every time you go down, you pick up so much speed that your legs are literally like, okay, turn. Man, like I thought it was, I took probably to go down that one stretch, maybe not even the distance that I fell down on the first day, the second day to go down that stretch probably took me 10 minutes, like one little stretch. She kind of kept breaking every three turns. Well, see, I like that. Like, I like going slow down the hills. Even though I can go on the snowboard, I can go faster on skis for sure. But like, I genuinely, even though I like, even if I could go even faster and have control, I don't enjoy it. Like, I actually enjoy taking my time and like just cruising down a hill. I don't mind doing like a black diamond, but I still want to go slow down it. You know, that's what you, I like about the glades. It takes so long to get down yeah. the hill through the glades. Like a glade, liked, a, glade, a glades run is like thirty minutes. I liked skiing. I actually really liked it. It was tougher than I anticipated. You looked, you looked more comfortable on skis than you did on snowboard. In the glades, no, it's just in general. Oh yeah, yeah. I looked more natural on skis. You looked cool, like you looked natural in the couple videos I got of you. But there were times we were going down, and I'm like, you don't look like a snowboarder. And then you're skiing. I'm like, you look like a good skier. Oh, like I think you're a better skier than you are a snowboarder. Actually, I genuinely, I, th- I, th- I think interesting. Like, I think me and you, in terms of skiing, are very, very similar. Our abilities. I so, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm better than you. I'm better as a skier than you are as a snowboarder. Interesting, because I actually feel pretty confident when I snowboard. Skiing, like, okay, so when I when I when I ski, sorry, when I snowboard, I like I've snowboarded for years. It's still a little scarier. So like, I feel like I have less control because you're like strapped into one thing. Um, but I like I feel like I'm a, a 
above intermediate snowboard, like not advanced, just like that cusp of intermediate to advanced. Skis, I feel more confident when I'm on them, but I know I don't go that. I'm like, I can tell that I'm not going down fast and all these things. Like on a snowboard, I feel like I'm when it's not a straight drop and a black diamond, I fucking bomb it down. Um, in the glades, I hate being on a snowboard. If it's if it's if it's like proper glades, powder, even if the trees, I don't mind a snowboard. But when it's like been been ridden, I hate being on a snowboard. It's so annoying. Like I just like I'm. I'm it's I'm, tough. I don't use the word. Feels like you're going through a bike trail. Yeah, it's like very a mountain annoying. bike trail. But but no, I do but like, like skiing. Actually, it's it's. I don't know. I like snowboarding a lot because it's cool, and it's fun. Like when you really Snowboard get going, cool. like it it is cool. Like the the reason why I say that too is because I felt that when when I was skiing, you were snowboarding. I was constantly like looking back and looking around for you. Whereas when we were on skis, like I just knew you were around me. Oh yeah, but again, like I like going slow, and also the first day. Keep in mind, I know you haven't skied either, but like snowboarding the first day. Like skiing the second day, my legs were tired and I stopped cut, yeah. cut a few times, but that was a result of I think, the first day. If I skied the first day, I don't think I would have been as sore. The reason I kept stopping the first day is because we, I like snow, snowboarding just destroys one leg. My back leg is toast. It takes all the weight. So with skis, that's it, a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight, but like, and not only that, my snowboard boots pissed me off so much. I bought new ones a couple of years ago that are like still giving me like crushing my feet so like all those things together it causes just a lot of discomfort so i just like stop and i chill like when i go i can pick up speed but i was like the first day out whatever um anyways i, I actually kind of miss skiing like when i was doing it, i'm like oh i don't have to sit down and bind up i have a, like i can kind of like you know when you're stuck on a flat you can propel yourself the glades you can kind of you can move around and navigate better and line up because on a snowboard you can't like step so even though stepping skis is awkward, I just think like like you saw when I find, find a, a good spot when I find a gap in the glades, I'm like, oh, I don't like this turn here, so I just like slide back and I'm like, okay, this is a better shot at it. But when I watched the video of me in the glades, I look slow. Like I, it, I was we going, were both slow. I know, but I feel like, like I was going zooming down it, cutting and turning. It's like it's like. <laughs> did you see the clip I posted on Instagram? No, which one? I don't have Instagram. Um, so it's the post of us like talking with Ellie about uh, how you got air. And I posted it, and I did a slow on oh. the video, so you can literally see yourself. I don't even think the back of your skis no. get any air. No, not at all. But I literally captioned, I captioned it on on my story. I was like, when a guy says like he gets so much air, and a girl says he gets like little or something, I was like six inches. That's so big. And the girl's like, yeah, no. Um, by the end of it, though, I was getting some air. Yeah, the last couple, the last couple actually, runs, yeah, last couple. But you see, got. that's the thing too is like I the I snow. Don't get me wrong, snowboarding to me is very cool. But it's but skiers that can make it that can like catch some air, rip glades, and like do the like I find skiing to look equally as um, I find skiing to look like a more of a mix of like cool and graceful. I don't know if that makes sense, but you, like when I see a skier come off like a small like they dip down and shoot out of a ramp and like they're like their legs are just together, they're tucked like that is that looks so cool. A snowboard is as well, but I don't know something about skiing that. Anyways, I'm going to continue to snowboard, but any opportunity I can to start like slowly mixing ski, skiing back in, I probably will. Like if we did Jackson or something, a big mountain again, there's a good chance I would probably just ski, not snowboard. Yeah, I, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I uh, I only ski, so this is easy for me. Yeah. Anyways, um, but it was cool. It was a really fun experience. What was your favorite part of the trip? Um, Favorite part? 
honestly, I think just like being out on the mountain all day. Like I don't know the last time I've I don't know if I've ever snow been on a mountain that long consecutive. Never mind in two days, but even one day. Because when you go to Jackson, we went a couple times. Or when you go to Blue or you go to Tremblant, you go out for like a more a half four hours and you're gassed. And even though we were gassed this time, we had nothing else to do. So we stayed out for like I think total, we were out eight hours. We didn't, you know, we had maybe take off an hour for two lunch, for like lunch whatever, and yeah. snacks, but like that is a long time to be on a mountain. Um, and I liked how it was not busy, especially on the Friday. Like it was empty. That was cool. What about you? I'd say the second day in the afternoon after lunch. We stopped at the lunch and we just like the sky cleared up. It was nice. And we just spent like probably like, an hour, two hours in the glades there. Just kind of yeah. cruising around. Because at that point, we kind of knew what areas we liked doing. Um, I love that. Just like relaxing. At some points, it felt like we were on the mountain by ourselves. Like there was nobody around yeah. us. You know, we got, you found fresh tracks like, through the glades. You're just kind of finding your own path. It wasn't too, too hard where you're like, fuck, I'm going to die. But it was also the same time. Like it was a challenge. You're not just ripping yeah. through it. Like there's something about just being in the trees with fresh snow. You know, you pass through it, you're kind of hitting something. You're like, oh, I don't know if I can drop yeah. in here. Like a couple of times we went in, we're like, okay, yeah, George, you go first. Yeah. One of the things too that kind of sucks that um, I don't know if it'll ever have the opportunity to, to like to solve for is being able to have call it a chalet or a cot or something at a mountain. And nothing against Blue Mountain, like it's it's the best we got, and it, and it is pretty fun to go, but. Like the the idea that you could whether you're in like BC or Colorado or Utah or Wyoming whatever you could wake up and you know whether you live at the base of the mountain in a chalet or have a chalet or you live in the city in the surrounding city you could be at like a world class mountain in under an hour really from like any of these major cities but even shorter because I know the town of Jackson is like forty minutes from Jackson Hole. Um, even like California, like Ma- Ma- Mammoth and Tahoe, all those places. That's what. That's the only thing that I think. Sorry, besides like warm weather all year round, but that is the one thing about Toronto and being in this area that I that I wish we like that I miss, I long for whatever the word is, would be to be able to have access to that. Because you know, like flying there's cool and all, and it's great, but you're two days, you're carrying your stuff, and then you're out. Like, I might just drive two hours or an hour and go hit a mountain like that all day. Well, on the the Sunday, I was on the ski lift by myself, and it wasn't even busy. It was less busy than it was on Saturday. I met maybe probably three or four guys that lived in Kamloops or like small towns around, and they said like if our their day starts at noon, they'll come out just for two hours. They they bought the ski pass. I think it's like the icon pass or whatever yeah. pass is like six fifty. Yeah, it's, if you go if, if you go like two snowboard trips, two or three, it pays for itself. Yeah, because each day is like one hundred fifty bucks or something. Well, if you go to again go to Jackson, it's two hundred USD. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So this guy he said it was his I think his fourteenth or fifteenth time out on this season. Season just started oh, what a January, month ago. Yeah. Chip season's like, like January to March. It's like once you have that pass, like you don't mind. You'll go out for two hours. It's close by. By the time your feet get cold, like you don't even have to dress super warm. So by the time you get You've been out there long enough where you're cold. It's mm-hmm. it's time to go home. I think about that. Like that's the one. Yeah, you know, maybe one day you're fortunate enough to be in a position where you you know you can buy a cottage or even rent a t- something. Like even you know go for like a a week stretch like the winter. Maybe you have a place you go to. But that's something that I think I would like to get more into. Is like you know in the winter you try to like leave snow to go to the summer to go to warm. But I really like doing like, like snow. It was fun, and but it'd be cool to be up there a little longer. Now I really like Sun Peaks. Like I really, really like it. The one thing I noticed, and I don't know if it's an, an uh, anomaly, but like it didn't feel. 
even might have been because of the weather when we were there, but it didn't feel like it's a place that just gets hammered with snow. And it might, and because it's got a lot so far, I guess. Yeah. But you know, when I think of you know, you think of like a Utah rain, or even like maybe Whistler maybe gets more. No, sorry, the person on the left was telling us that Red Mountain gets more powder. Some people say it's like the middle amount, and Whistler is a bit different. It's more like it's wet. more wet. So it must get good amounts of dumping that we just didn't experience it. Um, but I would love, like, it would have been so much cooler if it was like snowing while we were there. You Less know? foggy. Yeah. The, the one thing that I uh, that I really loved is like it felt like a ski town. Oh yeah. Like apparently places like Whistler and some of these like even like, commercialized. Um, yeah, exactly. Like you now that all I see on my TikTok and Instagram is ski videos. You see the lineups at Whistler. Like I think last weekend, what the main gondola up was an hour wait. I would our, hate that. Our longest line was like what ten minutes at most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Saturday afternoon. Yeah. But everybody in that, I, and you call it a community because it's not even really a city. It's a ski community there. Mm -hmm. It just feels so cozy and like home. I feel like it's yeah. a place you go. You bring your kids. You let your kids run around like through the streets of of yeah, some yeah. pizza. You're not worried. You know they're coming back. You know everything's good. They've got their friends down the street who's like, mom is the baker, the dad's the pizza guy. Like, yeah, yeah. Shit like that. I went to the pizza spot actually too. The slice, whatever yeah. the town there. It's actually a very, I really like the village. I thought it was like the- Even Bottoms. Bottoms, I think it was a cool bar. Very, it, it's like, I'm, and I don't mean this in an offensive way, but it's like cliche because it, like, it feels like what a base of the mountain bar should look like. And it's, it feels like a place where you want to get hammered. Like we want to sit down at a table and either have a beer and talk or sit at the bar and like just drink with your buddies. But it's not a place like you see again the the videos from like Whistler. Like, hey, those are the crazy après ski parties. It's like, no, this is the place you go. You take off your snowsuit. You come. You have dinner, and you stay from six till midnight, yeah. just sitting, eating, drinking, playing darts and pool with your buddies. I thought it was so cool. Yeah, you know, like the the deer hunter game in the back. Yeah, yeah. And it how they like, could do the rounds? Like, like, like the rounds. Tub, felt like a like a, a hot tub time. time yeah, hot tub, yeah. I kind of want to watch that soon, but. Um, I liked it a lot. I'd go. I'd for sure go back there. Um, you know, even flying there's not that bad. Hopping in Vancouver, um, buddy. Coming to back, Calgary, unbelievable. What do you mean? I, how I came through Calgary, night and day difference. Because the flight to Calgary is even, I think, shorter than it than Kamloops to Vancouver, and then the three and a half versus the four and a half made a big difference. Coming home though is, is shorter from Vancouver. You know that coming this way. So is the it? flight from Vancouver was only like four hours coming home. Mine it was, was it was like an hour shorter than going there. Yeah, or mine was three three and a half, I think, coming home. Because on the way home, it felt the it felt shorter. Yeah, like it felt way shorter. I guess I think the it. Yeah, because you know, it's the it's the easterlies, westerlies, whatever westerly winds. No, it's you called fly the, uh, the jet stream or something. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but anyways, it was um, El Nino. Yeah, something like That's that. The weather. <laughs> no, it was a good time. I was really like really grateful that uh, you know everyone at. Some peaks like came through and, and Ellie saved our ass big time. Yeah, Ellie showed. Should we tell us how what everything that just happened? I mean, I tell it pretty fast. I sh I forgot like it. Cool. Wait, we're a team version. here. We're a team. Yeah, yeah, no, but I forgot. <laughs> I forgot the dongle to plug in the mixer to my laptop, which is essentially how we talk in these mics. Um, the problem is like our mixer's a USB, my laptop's a USB C, so we didn't have the, I, for some reason didn't have the dongle. It was in my like um, it was the in normal my, travel bag. You it was right? in my cable. Yeah, it's in my backpack. I take everywhere. But it was sorry. It was in my my cable pouch that was in my backpack that I use every day. Um, and then I also, which I've never done before, put the power cord from the camera into that same pouch, which I've never literally never done. Uh, all my power cords sit loosely in my bag. So because of that, and I forgot the pouch, I forgot the power cord for the camera and the dongle for the laptop. So. The night before, Ricky goes check the check to make sure everything. I was like, "Ah, oh, we got it. Don't worry, it's fine." He's like, "Check." 
And that's when we realized we forgot the camera. Yeah, battery. yeah, we forgot the camera. And then the next day, and I we're like, know. "It's not the end of the world." Because we, we'll use our phone. It's not that yeah. wasn't the end of the world. Camera is solvable for sure. Um, but the next day, uh, when we were getting ready to go, like I don't know, fifteen minutes before, like brushing our teeth, whatever, I went and looked at the the I picked up the pouch, the, I picked up the bag with the mixer, and I saw the tip of the not the I saw the tip of the cord that goes into the laptop, and I realized, oh, oh, there's no white thing here, like the dongle. So I was like, "Oh, shit, we're in, we're really SOL here." So, anyways, I we tried to like scramble around the village to find a dongle. I went to like the media room, went to the AV or media and AV room in, for the conference center. They posted on their like community boards. I went to like all the stores. There was absolutely no chance we were getting that dongle. Like, there's like we're in a village. There's no Apple store around. But even how nice was like their Facebook group? They posted yeah. like the Facebook group and some like probably like some mom is like taking blurry photos of like random dongles she has at yeah. her home like trying to help us out yeah we uh we would have been we were really in a bind and as also i got so annoyed because i was like i messed this up and now i have to figure this out i don't want to record i was like really like i was in a bad mood but it's my fault um i completely messed that up anyways ellie came through um she came through and got us brought her laptop and we connected straight to her laptop and it honestly all worked out thankfully um so go listen to her episode there's a little bit of like a still a little technical issues a little bit of feedback in the episode and i I don't know what the heck that is and it you know i apologize listen on low volume i don't think you'll hear it but uh if you jack the volume up you might be in trouble guys honestly we had to make do the best we could um sun peaks we definitely you know we owe you guys one so we'll uh you know we'll figure something we'll come back we'll we'll come back we'll we'll come back we'll we'll make sure everything and then some we'll shoot a million pieces of content from the mountain and and because you guys are so great to us and even jenny was such a gem yeah. Like taking us out the first morning. We're like, do you do this with like every like media person? Because I feel like from now on, anytime I go to a resort yeah. or ski a mountain, I'm going to pay to have a guide the first, the first morning. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it made such a difference. Oh yeah. And she yeah. just like tell you little things. Remember that one point where we we're hitting the cat track? She's like, Hey, this cat track's kind of flat. Like make sure you get some speed. Yeah. It's like, that's, I the, got, that's what's about snowboarding is like cat tracks and shit. Like skiing. I got stuck on one from the, this is how I ended up on the double black glade. So I was on the back side where the burr field is. Oh, where we went down. Yeah. So, but you know how you could either get back on the halfway burr field or go up. You can get on the halfway and go up, or you take the cat track back to the other side. Okay. At the halfway point of the burr field. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, I don't want to take the burr field back up. I just did that. Let me cat track back to the main part of the mountain. It's like a ten minute cat track. And it goes like, just it's it's flat. Completely flat. So you're just like, I'm like, legs at time. Legs are getting tired, so I'm arming in this. I'm like just. Shoot like rowing yeah, basically yeah, yeah. my sticks i also bent my one of my uh poles on Your the burfield so i'll tell this full story so anyways i'm going cat tracking i'm gassed i see the double black glade i'm like oh it looks nice nobody's been on it fresh powder great went down it i was okay at first but then it's like it kind of just led to nothingness like it just leads to this is the double black diamond yeah the double oh. black, so it's kind of like it goes down and it's steep but it's fresh powder so you can kind of yeah, yeah. go a little bit slower and then it just ends it just ends there's just trees everywhere you're like where the fuck do I even go? So I kind of just like find my way in. It opens up to this like scary, steep, like just craziness. I'm like, a cliff? Yeah. Like, like you would, it's a, like a drop. No, it's not a cliff, but it's it's probably like, I don't know, a 10 degree angle, 15 degree angle. The one that I, just, I was going just like horizontally oh, okay. down. Like It was bad. I, oh, okay. I was like, fuck, I'm scared. Like I don't, I don't think I can do this. And you know me, like I'm pretty ballsy on skis. At one point I was like, I don't think I can do this. Anyways, I go horizontally down. 
get all the way down. I, I make it to the burr field, and I'm on the far side. So I have to take the burr field all the way up. It's 20, uh, 26 minutes? Uh, 22, actually. I timed, I timed it. it. Yeah, 22 minutes. Second longest lift in North America. Second oldest. Was it oldest uh, or longest? longest? Yeah. Anyways, that it's was cool. Malden's oldest lift. Yeah. So on my way back up, I'm going up, and you know the Burfield people get on in halfway. Yeah. So I lift my thing up because I saw people. There was four, and I, only four people fit. So like, don't worry, we'll get the next one. So I go to put my thing down. As I go to put it down, I'm holding the pole in my hand. Doesn't the pole get stuck? Starts bending. My arm starts going ah! And I just dragged out my poles, bent at like a 90. Shut so up. So mind you, I had 10 minutes on the second half of the way up. Took off my gloves. I took everything off. I started bending it. So my poles got like a 20 degree bent. <laughs> a solid downward <laughs> hook right now. That's pretty funny. Yeah. So I was. Uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I was. It was just. Yeah. The, the day by myself was interesting. Because again, you're by yourself. Yeah, I would have been scared. I would not have like enjoyed that by myself going down, down like exploring the, the glades. I stuck to the, a lot of the glades that we had done the day before. So you kind of recognize, oh yeah, I remember not going on that spot. I'm going to go this way. Yeah. Again. Yeah. I want to, I, I, I definitely want to go back. I want to try and get another snowboard or ski trip out this year. Mate, like if we can, but we got, I feel good about it. Yeah. I could do it. I could do another one. I would love to go. S- yeah, anywhere. Really. Anywhere I want to go west. I mean, like again, I stay in Canada would be kind of cool because like, like, like we have some work opportunities out in Calgary that I want to maybe go to. And I'll just like band. And Calgary's nice, three hour flight, three, yeah. th- and then there's an insane amount of of uh, resorts within a two hour uh, radius. A lot of people have been talking about. I hear a lot of people talk about like the mountains of BC. The in like they they differentiate between like the inner. Or inland? What do they say? Yeah, like inland and coastal. Yeah. Apparently, the inland are the good ones. Yeah, because they get more like soft, fluffy powder. Yeah. Where the coastal gets more wet powder. Yeah. And, and there's some Germans saying, that were telling me this. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, when were there? Or yeah, like, no, soft? when I was by myself. Um, but one of them people keep bringing up is Revelstoke, which I think would be pretty cool. A lot of people say it's like that's like the one of the ones they really like. So I think it'd be cool to check out as well and compare. Um, like Whistler, to be honest, I would go, but I don't really have an itch not, to go. No, after, after like, hearing about the lineups yeah. and stuff, I'm just not down. If you're going to go, like, it's, like, you know, there's a lot of mountains that get a lot of traffic, and you, but it, it's like, you don't, you, standing around does not seem appealing. Like, why would no. I want to stand around? It's, I mean, yeah, it just doesn't seem appealing to me. Like, if you're going for, like, the Apre, you're going just to party, like, by all means, do it. Like, apparently, yeah. Whistler's crazy for that. But if you're going for a ski trip, like you want to spend a good five, six hours on the on the hill, and you want to get like actual hill time, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, on that note, I think we're good. Yeah, nice little hour. Was yeah, good. a good little kid. We talked running, goals, skiing. Yeah. I realize we're gonna bring random ideas to the to the table. Now. I don't know why I talked about shoes, but I'm gonna have like I always have like thoughts that come to my mind during the week. I'm trying to remember them and then bring them up. And Noted. Then, yeah. Anyways. All right, guys, if you made it to the end, we appreciate you. And Sun Peaks, thank you so much for hosting us. You guys were honestly amazing. We had so much fun, and uh, we'll probably be out at some point again in, uh, in the yeah, future. Yeah, 100%. And other than that, give us a like, follow, subscribe, all those fun stuff, and we'll see you next week. All right, peace. Peace.